We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into edition 155 of McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. I'm Neil McCready. That is Tyler Siski here on this Monday, the final Monday of uh, February, February the 26th. We move closer and closer to March. March madness right around the corner. Every reporter who covers college basketball will tweet, This is March. They'll all do it that same day. This is March. And then every time a basketball game happens, this is March. <laughs> it's also spring training's getting I going. I haven't seen your tweets in the first of the month like you used to do. I know. I, I forgot after a while. I'm like, well, it's too late now. Oh, you got to got to keep going. Got to crank them back up. You did it for a long time. I did. I did for like, like, like two like, years. More than a year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is October. <laughs> this is this is November. How long until you think people are like, what is it? This guy got a, what's wrong with well, this I guy? would almost every month get like, what, 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 what am I missing? All right. You want to give us talk? Tell us about rain today. Rain total body fuel, 300 milligrams, natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to uh, push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at rain body fuel to learn more. Neil, today I'm rocking with the harvest grape. I felt like a grape today. I had some grape Skittles yesterday, and this is what it reminds me of the har- old harvest grape to get you going. But while we're talking about rain, I got permission. I had to text him. So our good friend, Bob Ricardo from Monster Energy, big time, big time, big time promotion with Monster in the last few weeks. It's now official. I, w- I knew it was coming. I just didn't know it was going to be official. He is basic. He is in charge of now. I guess I, I forgot to ask him, does he still have his old stuff? But he's picked up all the major accounts uh, for Monster and uh He's going with – Bob will have to hit me with the the official title in the chat, but he's going to be in charge of Walmart, Target, uh, all the CVSs, everything else, which is Walmart is their largest customer. So it was a really big deal for Bob, big promotion, and it could not happen to a better guy. He is a stud 
uh, works his ass off. He travels all the time um, and just a great human being and with a great company. And we're very excited for Bob and his success in uh, in his profession because he's a stud. I was going to try to uh, do some sound effects for him, but I can't figure you out can't how to do it. <laughs> Are you going to do the <laughs> beep, 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 beep? I was going to do the applause. The applause. Yeah. We got to get the soundboard going. I got to figure out how to do that. No, but Bob's a stud, man. He and he's no, uh, seriously great. Very, very happy for uh, for Bob. He's become a friend and great dude. Super excited for uh, his promotion. That's awesome. Yeah, he's a stud. He's gonna be um, he's gonna be all over the place a little bit. Yeah, I told him he's gonna be up where um, the girls are a little bit. So they'll have to take him to dinner for me. He's spending some time in Northwest Arkansas. I imagine a lot of it. So considering Walmart, so Walmart maybe pretty much where it's located so he's Walmart's uh, probably a pretty big pretty big uh pretty big client I'm probably guessing. probably a pretty big client i'm guessing that they that's one that you <laughs> it's probably, that's one that you spend a little time on probably a safe assumption there that, <laughs> that, 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 that pretty big client yeah think walmart's a big client i don't know what do you think <laughs> let me see here carry the zeros the commas <laughs> yeah yeah but uh no he's a stud um and he also he has helped. He has helped a ton with over the last couple of years. Has helped me a ton with Brock and his swing and stuff like that. He's, he's a, he's a, he could he could legit be like a, uh, a swing coach on the side. He's good because he hit. You know he was yeah he hit some bombs bombs in his day for the so, Wildcats for the Wildcats. So Neil the Cooper Chevrolet chat where Bob is located right now. Uh, Cooper Chevrolet. It's their final week of current incentives like the super low 1.9% APR on car Bravo certified used vehicles. You can go to carbravoalabama.com. You can shop Chevy, Buick, Toyota, GMCs, Fords, Jeeps, and more. Call 256-236-4481. That's 256-236-4481. And tell them that McCready and Siski sent you. All right, Neil, uh, got some... This this show, I'm just gonna let everybody know right now, at any point in time, first of all, I'm about three sips into my rain, but at any point in time, this show can completely go off its rails today. Um, just giving you guys a forewarning on that. Um, I'm charged up. Uh, I think Neil got some of his charging up this upness out, but he can always be prodded to get it back yeah, out. It's, <laughs> it's never, not hard. Never far away. <laughs> never far away. Uh, so we're, we got, uh, we're going to do some football. We'll do some real stuff, life stuff here at the end, but it's going to be a good show. So buckle up. Here we go. All right, Neil. So the first thing, uh, we talked about a little bit last, we're going to start a little bit of college football stuff. There has been a proposal, uh, which we talked about, I guess it was last week before last about moving signing day and the, the dates have come out. Mm -hmm. Uh, it seems December 4th or the first Wednesday in December, just call it the first Wednesday in December. Okay will be the uh, where things I think everybody kind of agrees on. That's the one that everybody kind of agrees on. I wouldn't say agrees on, is willing to compromise with. Okay. The SEC has made it very clear. They, they kind of added additional proposals to it. The old SEC Big Ten Super Alliance is that we don't need to do the SEC and the Big Ten along with every high school coach in America. Right. We're not doing this this summer signing day. No. Thank um, God. They're that they're adding that we're not doing that. It's a bad idea. It's terrible. It's a t it's 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 on so many levels. It's a terrible idea. So terrible. Like like I really can't think of one positive. I understand that. I will say this. I try to understand everybody's point. I try. It's hard. It's hard. Some of you guys on TikTok <laughs> make it fucking hard. All right, we're ten minutes in. We're good. Okay. Y'all okay. make it hard. But look, okay. hey, 
I try. And I get the point that you can get it over when you get it over and you don't have to worry about all that stuff. But the negative mm-hmm. there of the one positive that there is, when you start having high school kids sit out of their senior uh, senior senior season yeah. because they signed somewhere, oh boys, and it will happen. It's going that would one hundred percent happen. Kids would start sitting out there. Then then we've gone completely foobar. Okay, we've gone completely foobar if that's what we think's not going to happen. Um, so that cannot happen for sure. Um, and then an added bonus to this, which I this is the other part of the proposal that's come from the SEC and the Big Ten, is they're going to make December the entire month of December dead. For that. All right. Now, notice who's again. Remember when people propose rules, Jay. Just like just like this TV network stuff we got going, everybody's got an agenda. Well, guess who's go? Guess who's going to have the most teams in the playoffs? What two leagues? Uh, Sun Belt and <laughs> no, I mean SEC Big Ten, of course. Right. SEC Big Ten's right. going to have nine teams in the playoffs every year at a minimum. So hey, we're going to make this thing dead. So because we're going to be like concentrating on a playoff. Yeah. So well, we don't need to be recruiting. And look, man, I mean. Which I'm agreement with, by the way. Two two hands it's up. It's too much to ask, right? You've got you've got final exams, you got championship week portal. You've got the portal going on. It is the holidays. You do have stuff. It, it the December twenty second or whatever signing day was stupid. Yeah, I, I, I ne- I've met no coaches who liked it. <laughs> Now, publicly, you know, we have a go gotta team, do, go Tigers. Got to do, got to do, we got to do, got to do, got to hey. work. Hey, everybody works. No, they all. If were you like, don't, if you don't like to work, you can get out. They all, but everyone privately was like, "This is stupid, isn't it?" Yeah, I, I mean, literally every everyone on every coach I knew, I'd say, "Hey, you like this?" Like four days before Christmas thing, and they're like, "No, it's stupid. I hate it. It's bad." So man. December the fourth, it's fine, and then kill it for a while. Let let the high school kids enjoy the – because they have – a lot of them take semester exams in high school. Yeah. Let them focus on the end of their school year, the end of their – you know, the kids that are trying to graduate early have a lot going on academically. Get it done. Enjoy your break with your family and stuff. And you have high school championships and things. The only thing I don't like about it is that it's going to wrap – you're going to have players making recruiting decisions in the middle of their high school championship weeks. I think, well, the, oh, that's, but it'll be okay. It'll be okay. The, here's the other thing too: is they're already doing the visits and all that stuff. But when you do your official visit, I imagine there are going to be more summer official visits um, at some point in time. I imagine, and then the, the official visits during the season. But with all that being said, and I hate to spoil the fun, and I feel like I'm a, I'm telling you the secrets to Christmas here, but. The official visit is not what it used to be. No. Okay. It, and it, it went by quick, but 10 years, you know, 15 years ago, man, your official visit was where you found out everything about the university. And you had, and then in February, we're having signing day. These kids are going to campus eight times. I mean, between, yeah, between, I was about to say between five and 10 times before. Um, before signing day, yeah, before yeah. their official visit even happens. Yeah. And I was actually on the phone with a client this morning, a quick you client this morning, and, and we have part of our software that when a kid comes on an uh, unofficial visit, you can mark what he did. Mm-hmm. So when he comes back for the 74th time, 
that you know that, hey, he's already done this or done that. You can take him to a new place. You can keep it fresh, right? Right. Because I always had a rule, and for those of you that mom's going to shoot me here, I always had a rule. Unless he is in engineering or pre-med, don't send him to academics twice. Because if you send him to academics twice, you're going to lose him. Now, you can send mom twice and dad twice, but if you send a kid to academics twice on his visits over the course of a year, you're done. <laughs> you're out of here. So, yes, academics is important, but, like, they're going to get plenty of that uh, when they get here. They'll, you just got to show them, basically, show the kid enough to, hey, we got you taken care of. You're going you're gonna to learn. Tupelo Reb 99 in the uh, Cooper Chevrolet chat does have a good question here. He's right. He says, doesn't it make sense to move all of the signing periods and transfer portal stuff to after the season, kind of like, you know, every other sport? Yes. Hand-raised guy right here. If I, if I was the commissioner of college football, this is going to be – I would go back to the – I would have the February signing day. But there's no way you can do the portal then because the portal – guys are going to leave after the season and go to their new place. They're not going to wait. Right, so you, but you know what's going on portal wise, right? As far as like the, because the 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 December portal is the one that counts. Of course, you're not getting many dudes in the in the in the in football. No, of in course, the, in the last window, you yeah. can get some guys, but you're not going to get many. Right. All right, the majority of the guys go in, and so you basically know who has gone from your team because the new semester has already started, and you know who you've gotten, and so you can kind of do your roster numbers. What killed kids this year, and what a lot of people were pissed about, is these kids are committed to a school and then the portal happens in the first of December and all of a sudden a team goes, Hey, we don't have a spot for you anymore a week before signing day. And so they're trying to, by moving it up, they're trying to lock in these kids scholarships before the portal opens. If that makes sense. It does. So they're basically stuck with the high school kids, not stuck with the college kids. So it's going to help a little bit alleviate this high school thing, but not a lot, but it will put a little, it's like a, a little dyke boy putting his finger in a dam. Mm-hmm. He's gonna put. We're gonna have one little dyke boy that's gonna put one finger in a bunch of holes, but they're, but they're still the other holes are still and probably gonna come through harder, just like normally would happen. But you got one little little Johnny with his finger in the hole, uh, helping to have more high school kids uh, sign there. All right, Neil. This we knew this was gonna happen. Um, I was surprised it took this long to be honest with you. But since our last show, the federal injunction was granted in the Tennessee case. Yes, I loved it. I thought you this, knew it would be. I, we all we, we talked about it. We was like, hey, we we did a maybe it was two weeks ago or la, was it the last week? Was, I don't know. Anyway, two weeks ago it was like a Monday show. We talked about it. it. Happened that day. Like I wouldn't be surprised by Thursday if this is if this is done. Well, it's been like two weeks, and I'm surprised it took this long. But anyway, the court order was to stop the NCAA from enforcing NIL rules applicable to all recruits in all schools in all states. So let me do the Cliff Notes version for you here. The new rule is there are no <laughs> rules. <laughs> so have at it, boys. Really further uh, making the, yeah, the, like, uh, we're the, already the, there. the official visit was, was already <laughs> obsolete. Now it's just truly obsolete. Yeah. It's just a formality. I can't remember the, the guy's name. I was reading an article on, uh, on three. And the guy, is it Pete? On three? Yeah. On three. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What's the guy's name, Pete? Uh, Pete. It starts Golden? with an N. No, it starts with an N. You've re- referred to him on our podcast before. Pete. It starts in a something. I know you're being funny, but you can go home. To on three. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was reading his article. Is that T-H-R-E-E? <laughs> yes, on that's exactly what, see what comes up when you type in that. Scary, but let's find out. 
I apologize for any noise that's coming out of Neil's computer in about five seconds. Um, uh, brand root. It's been uh, 404. Sorry, we can't find the page no. you're looking for. No, there's no such thing as on three, apparently. So basically was talking about oh, how I mean, theoretically, I guess, collectives could go like uh, go visit kids and things. This could get stupid, but I mean, who cares at this point in time? This is a complete and utter shit show. I've done two fucking TikTok videos about it in the last last four days about not this, but about the state of college football. Um, I'm actually going. I'll go ahead and knock this out now. I'm going on Wednesday night. I'm going on uh, the Andre Duke show. So if you want to get more of this talk, I think we're going to talk about it for like an hour. All right. So I know Neil, you're excited. I know you'll be tuned in because you can't get enough of this talk. I got to cover a basketball game yeah. tonight. Um, but I'm going to do his show live at seven o'clock on YouTube, eight, 8 Eastern. Um, and I think it's his second total episode he's ever done. So, oh, yeah. So out the gate, he got the, he got the, the right. getting, Going, getting, swinging for the swinging, big stars, swinging for the big star on episode two. <laughs> I'm just joking. He's a good dude. Um, but, uh, no, the injunction was granted. And here's like, at the end of the day, this basically takes the Tennessee infraction case and throws it in a trash can. That's, where it, was, that's can. where it was always going. So, uh, the NCAA responded and said, we we accept the injunction or whatever. And then in, they snuck in like the bottom part of it is we will also be extending the uh, unlimited transfer uh, waiver through the end of the 2023-2024 academic calendar. Ah. So guess what we get to talk about about May the 1st? <laughs> it's actually April 15th through April 30th. They moved it up. You're going every- to about May at the end of the spring calendar. Oh. We get to talk about what are they going to say for permanent? They just keep kicking the can down the oh, road. Yeah, yeah. Just keep kicking it down the road. So I'm still standing by what I've said. We got two years, okay? Two years of this shit show before something happens. Uh, along those lines, Austin Blancet with the super chat. Thank you, sir. He says, How many years until the SEC Big Ten officially split? Yeah, two years. That was what I was just referring to. 20, I didn't know he's, I couldn't see that. 2026. Yeah, because they're going to use the CFP. Everything they're doing, the SEC, if you just read between the tea leaves, okay? Every single thing that they're read saying. between the tea leaves. You never heard that saying before? It's read the tea leaves. Read between the, the lines. lines. It's okay, man. You kind of mix them with, up. Hey, man. I'm with you. I had had a lot of sleep. Yeah, I know. I got rain starting to kick through the veins. There is no telling what's about to come between out this mouth. Between the tea leaves. Between the tea leaves. Boy. That's a good one. You need some real readers for that, man. <laughs> That's some copyright infringement yeah. right there. All right. So, <laughs> but um, read between the lines. Yep. Or you can read the tea leaves. There you go. There you go. Um, everything they're doing, it comes back to this is what we're proposing, and you can either take it or you don't. But if you don't take it, our ass is out of here. There, two things are going to happen. Either college football gets exactly like the Big Ten or the SEC wants it mm-hmm. in the next 24 months mm-hmm. or technically 18 months, or their ass is gone. It's your choice, NCAA, college football playoff committee, anybody that's making rules. They have made an alliance. You got 18 months to conform to exactly what they want to do, or they're gone. And guess what? I think they're going to expand too. I don't think this is over. Oh no, absolutely. Both leagues are going both to leagues are going to expand, probably to 20. And they're going to take. We're going. They're going to tell everybody to kick rocks. Yeah, I've been telling you this for a long time. Yeah, but I'm saying like, yeah. it's happening. Yeah, of course. So don't get upset when it happens. It's coming in the next yeah. 18 months or so. But they basically have told the other leagues, look. You can have that seat at the table, way down there. That's your seat. Now, you don't like that seat? Okay. 
Go find another table. Find another table. Because <laughs> you're not sitting up here at the big table. But you can have that little seat down there on the very end. Shut up. You're not getting the main course. We'll feed you when we're ready. You get to eat fruitcake. You'll get, we'll give you something. <laughs> fruitcake and rutabagas. We'll give you something at some point. Sit down there and shut up. Or go find another table. Yeah. And frankly, we'd rather you find another table. Yeah. But if you insist and you'll be perfectly well behaved, you can sit down there for as long as you behave. And the first time you misbehave, you're gone. <laughs> but you can sit there and be a good boy. I love it. That's, that's where it is. And the whole, well, it won't be a real championship. Shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. As we said. Who cares? As we said on the show on Thursday, in the final college football playoff rankings last year, 12 of the top 13 schools were from the Big Ten or the ACC, with the one exception being Arizona. Yeah. No, excuse me, Florida State. Florida State. And they'll be in one of the two big leagues. And they would, they're going to get picked up. Yes, they will be in one of the two. I would bet Big Ten. I think you really? think it's. I think you think it's SEC. I do. I think it's SEC. I think it will be Big Ten. I think the Big Ten and the SEC. This is what I think will happen. I'm going to pull out my Nostradamus hat. Okay. I want you to read between the tea leaves. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. I think the Big Ten and the SEC. They're going to come together. They're going to have their powwow. They're yep. going to say, "All right, boys, who are we inviting to the party?" And they're going to write all the schools down, and they're going to be like, all right, which one of these schools fits your ge- geogra- uh, geography? Dude, my brain, I'm all over the place. Which one of these geographic. fits your g- geographic footprint the best? Hey, Florida State, Clemson, North Carolina, hey, y'all go, th- y'all go there. Hey, Notre Dame, come to Big Ten. I think they're going to do, do what it. What about Virginia? I think Virginia ends up in the SEC. I do too. I think it fits better. I, would, I say that the Big Ten allegedly is this big academic deal. They're they, they're big on that. Maybe they get snuck in there, but I I do think it, they barter on who they take based on their their footprint. You put any stock in the whole Texas A and M to the Big Ten thing? I don't right now. Yeah, I, not at this. I don't think you're going to have uh, defections between conferences. Now, let me say this: I think once all right now we have broken off and we've decided we're doing this on our own. Then I think you can. <laughs> Nostrasiski reading between the tea leaves. <laughs> I love it. Let's go PC. Yeah, I'm I'm all over the place today. I apologize, but that's the way that's the way we have fun. All right, I agree with you on Notre Dame. By the way, Notre Dame joins the Big Ten. Yeah, they've it's coming. Hey, hey, they better. They're the ones. <laughs> they're not on that very far seat, but they're closer to it than they think they are. Hey, is all the power they think they have? <laughs> hey, boys. Hey, <laughs> you better get in line. Yeah, quick. You want, hey, because I think it's kind of one of those deals. All right, here's we got this big table, and you're wanting to sit up here on this end of the table. Mm, full. Here's we'll offer you this seat. You can take it right now. If you don't take it, <laughs> <laughs> watch out. You, you you see little you see little uh, ACC down there. <laughs> yeah, you know those guys, don't you? Be like, hey, your game versus Holy Cross is going to be on the CW right after live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy yourself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That'll be what, yeah, that's what happens with our cut TV contract. It's, it's about to get real. Two yeah. years. Two years. Two years of, of this playoff. Yeah, I look. If, if you told me that not the 2024 <laughs> playoff, but the 2025 playoff immediately goes to 14, I'd totally buy it. And then 16, the 2026. So two years. The second, not this not year, but this next year. this year, but next year. Okay. Yeah. 
And then 2026 playoff is whatever the SEC and Big Ten want it to be. It's whatever. Hey, it's whatever they decide power. they want to do. You have power. They really do. Yeah. Like you, unlimited. You wield the power. They're kind of like the players. <laughs> In a lot of ways. <laughs> In a lot of ways. All right, Neil. You got any bills you want to pay for? I get off on the next tangent. Uh, we don't have life advice today, but when we do, it's brought to you by our friend Cole Walters of State Farm Insurance. Cole Walters, licensed in auto, home, life, health, business, and pet insurance for the whole state of Georgia. Contact Cole at 706-525-7850. You can also find him at ColeWaltersInsurance.com. In the Cooper Chevrolet chat, Austin said, this show can cure depression. I don't know about that. I don't know. <laughs> Cure or create the two C's. Yeah. We can do both. <laughs> we can do both. All right, Neil. I could not help but talk about this. It reminded me I had so many memories come up. So did you see the Cam Newton fight on uh, on social media? I did. <laughs> okay. I did. I did. It was at a seven-on-seven seven tournament. I, I meant to call Bob and talk to Bob about this. Bob, Bob used to do the seven-on-seven seven stuff back in the day. He had a team. All right. So I had some. This, is, this could be some life advice. And it's probably, I think it took place in Georgia too, right? So this could be some life sure. advice. So could be for you six guys. This goes out to you six guys that tried to jump Cam Newton. I don't know what started it. I don't know, but six dudes tried to jump on Cam Newton, Neil, and he was just stiff arming them and throwing them away. Don't feel bad about yourself. Don't let your ego get bruised because I have watched eleven dudes try to get him on the ground and not succeed either. So <laughs> you are you are not alone. Don't feel bad about yourself. Like eleven dude, dudes. I've seen eleven dudes try. I don't think people like you see him on TV, you know, everybody has. He's a big boy. It's unbelievable. You like know the- how big and athletic he to to me, he's probably the largest, most athletic human being I have ever seen in person in my life. Like it was it was one of the probably two players that I've ever in the middle of a game coaching a game just just was in awe, like, holy shit, man. Like, who made you? Like, I can't describe. He, we were playing Arkansas State, so this is Freeze's first, uh, first game as offense coordinator at Arkansas State. We roll into Jordan-Hare Stadium, and we're getting after him for a while. Like, we're – the game's close. It's like a one-score game late in the third quarter, and they had this new quarterback named Cam Newton, and he's trying to throw and do all this stuff. And we were we were a good team. We were, we were a solid team, and we, I think we jumped out on them in the lead, and we're running our little offense. They have no idea, brand new, and everything's going good. The game got a little close in the third quarter, a little uncomfortable for our good friend Gus. Mm-hmm. So they decided, you know what we're going to do? We're going to start running quarterback run. And I'm like, yeah, we'll be all right. This dude runs out of bounds next to me on the sideline. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my, that's who we're trying to tackle? Like, You're like, Andre the Giant. I mean, no kidding. The guy's six foot five. He's probably 255, 60 pounds. Like, his hamstrings like were going, look like biceps coming out of the back of his pants. I mean, this guy was fucking huge, man. And he's just <laughs> playing with our kids. And I'm just like, we're done, boys. And they're like, what do you mean? I said, there's not a human being on this planet that can tackle this guy. I said, he's got to do something stupid. Sure enough, he ends up, he became Cam Newton in the second half and they, or late in the third quarter, and they ended up beating us by 10 or something like that. I can't remember what the final score was. But we were in the game for a long time, and nobody knew that it was going to be Cam Newton. The best part about that whole video is that the hat he's wearing, 
It doesn't even move. <laughs> he's got, well, he's got his hair tied up on that thing. Well, yeah, it but, needs a haircut. But it doesn't even move. <laughs> like it's the, his thing now, man. You know, he's got his, he puts his hair up on top of his head. It probably takes him legitly, it probably takes a professional to put the hat on. Yeah. To, to keep it, like, he's got to have, like, a hairdresser or something. Must be like nice. That. Yeah, must be nice. But, dude, he is a grown-ass man. Like, and then my favorite part, I if got. If you got offered a head full of hair right now, would you take it? A head full of hair? Head full of hair. At this point in your life. Like what I used to be or like? No, a head full of hair. Whatever that would, means to you. I would not. I kind of prefer my head shaved. I think I've finally gotten to the point point where I'd be like, nah, I'm good. I like my head shaved. Yeah. I used to shave my head when I had hair, much less when I started going bald. I mean, I, I shaved it but most like of my college career. Five years ago, if you said you can have a head full of hair, I said, sign me up. Now I'm like, nah, I'm good. That sounds like a lot of trouble. I just had I had to get haircuts to which is crazy that I have a bald spot because I the rest of my head I got a bald spot but I would have to get a haircut every two weeks because my other, the other the actual parts that had hair follicles grew too fast. I just, just got wore out with that. But so you'll like this. So that year, Cam goes on wins the Heisman Trophy and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so Gus and and Freeze are good friends and we will go in the off season and we're watching cut ups right. He's like, we need to run this play right here, this this play right here, this play right here. It'd be like quarterback power or something like that. I'd be like, we can't run that play versus that look. And they're like, what are you talking about? I was like, I'm not the, his Heisman Trophy moment. And this happened over. If you watch their cutups, like Gus was like calling a video game. He did not care, could care less what the other team was in schematically. Like LSU, and we're not talking about. I said LSU like is in the Bengal Tigers LSU. Mm-hmm. Not LSU like some fantasy team. LSU Bengal Tigers, pretty good. Mm-hmm. His Heisman Trophy moment that he had that year against LSU, he runs quarterback power, quarterback power read, and pulls it. There are three defenders, all SEC defenders, yeah. unblocked at the point of attack. They're sitting there, and he's like, he runs through one, steps on one's chest, and scores. Everybody's like, man, great play call. Hey, Great play call. Play call. We got, hey, that's a great play call. We need to run. I was like, coach, if any other human being on the planet (laughs) runs that play, he's tackled for a three yard loss. I mean, he would, he did it the whole season, like we, because we had all Auburn's cuts. We're sitting there watching the cutouts. I'm like, dude, like 90% of the plays that, were bad plays. Yeah, what do, yeah, we don't need to be watching this unless we have number two coming over. I mean, they were bad plays. Schematically, they're like, oh, they got they got them there. They just huh, yeah. huh, run through somebody. Touchdown, Howard. Everybody's like, he's the greatest play call of all time. That's a great play call. And a baby coach. Like, the coach, yeah, he did a great job. He recruited him and got him there. Yeah, of course. Players, players are better than coaches 10 out of 10 times. But, yeah, that was uh, – I got tired of watching those cut-ups of, of Cam Newton talking about the quarterback runs we need to put in. All right. Almost done with my ring. I know. Crushing it over here. All right. Did you – this happened today. Our Bengals placed a franchise tag on T. Higgins. I saw that. How about that? Now, that, they're not, that doesn't necessarily mean that they won't deal him or sign him to a long-term deal. It gives them – but it – it certainly makes it where they can play him another season in Cincinnati, kick the can down the road one more time. So here they apparently what I mean, this is what it means, okay? 
there's two things that you're getting out of this. Why did they give him a franchise tag early? One that tells you the negotiations between him and the, the, his agent and the organization are way far apart. Yeah. All right. And two is, hey, they consider him a valuable part of the organization. Sure. Those are the two things that you know for sure. Joe Burrow wants him to still be in Cincinnati. And let's not let's don't feel bad for for T Higgins here. All right, just so everybody's curious, the franchise tag on a wide receiver this year twenty one point eight million dollars. Oh yeah, no, he's good. So he's 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 still getting a raise. Yeah, he can be all right. Yeah, he can be just fine. Yeah, it's a lot of money. A lot of money. Now I think they're wanting bigger money, but so here here was the interesting part. Here's my know. thing with that. Go ahead. Right, I, I don't, and I'm a I'm a T Higgins fan. Um, and if he chooses to hold out and all of that stuff, that's his prerogative. You're of a short window. But, you know, it's a, it's a, a collectively bargained agreement that the players agreed to, and this is part of that agreement. And so when they, not that he has, because I haven't seen him comment at all, but when the players do the, the, screaming from the mountaintops about how they're being treated unfairly. You agreed to this CBA. Yep. And this was part of it. So I don't, I don't have sympathy for the players that get the tag put on them. I, I realize it's frustration and all of that, but it is part of an agreement that your players union agreed to. So, yeah, I agree. Um, here was the inter- I, I want to ask you this because Bengals fans here. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. He is a, I call him a 2A, because Tyler Boyd is is probably 2B. And I like T. Higgins a little bit better. Oh, see, I, I view Higgins as a 1B. See, I don't, man. Yeah. I don't. I get okay. I mean, okay, cool. And if I'm if now if I'm the Bengals and I don't view him as a one B, I I probably deal him. That's what I was getting at. All right, because it's still going. You're still going to take the hit on your cap and all that stuff. And if they if they do it twice, it's something like a forty one. If they franchise tag him again next year, something like a forty one million dollar hit or something. But yeah. Why not a either deal him 
and just draft a, a rookie wide receiver because it's not like you don't have weapons. Well, they still could. Putting the tag on him doesn't restrict them from dealing him. It could very well be nothing more than a negotiating ploy with his agent. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just – I definitely do not – he's not the number one guy. And I, I would consider I, – I know what you're saying. I, I can see that point. Regardless well, I guess of, my point is on, on a team that didn't have, say – Where is he at number one? Well, any team that doesn't have Jamar Chase – Falcons. Or Jefferson. You think he's up there? Yeah. See, to me, he's he's high. See, I don't, man. I, for whatever reason, I see him more like a Calvin Ridley. Like that, he, he can be a one somewhere, but I don't see him being a, a super elite guy, but – Hey, they do. They're going to give him a $21.8 million in franchise tag. All right. Yeah, he'd be the, he'd be the Lions number one. <laughs> Titans, thank you, Harmon. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Saints? Um, I don't think he'd be the Lions number one. You don't? No, I think St. Brown's better than he is. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I think St. Brown's better than he is. All right. Um, Saints, yes. Titans, yes. Falcons, yes. Browns? Yes, now. Aging Amari Cooper. Um. Yeah, I mean, I probably still have things. I, I see it. I yeah. get it. I, I can talk. You can talk me into it. All right, Neil. This was a very popular um, deal on our show when we first started. Matt Areza. Oh yeah, yeah. This goes. We're taking this bad boy back to like to episode like one, two, or one, three. two, or three early. The punt god. The punning god. Punt god. Matt Areza. Um. For those of you who don't know, never heard of him. He had he was one of the best punters in a generation to come out of college out of San Diego State. He was drafted by the Bills, so basically it was like a four million four year four million dollar contract somewhere in there. Um, goes to the Bills, and in August, before they even start the season, he gets cut amid um, a civil suit, a civil suit. Yes, that he was named in and. Uh, and basically accusing him of rape in a civil suit. Wasn't basically accused. He was accused. Yeah, I was yeah. saying basically the yeah. rest of it, so yeah. without reading everything else. Um, he was accused of rape in a civil suit and immediately cut from the bills. Mm-hmm. This past December, so a year and a half goes by, two full seasons go by, mm-hmm. and he gets dropped in December from the civil suit. Right. And also part of that agreement is he agreed to drop his counter suit of defamation of character. Yes. So basically allowed him to get back in the NFL. Um, he, he, and he paid no money in that settlement. No money not in the settlement. Not one cent. And, not, and this is very important to say this, too. At no point was any criminal charge brought against him. And I believe that the accuser had to pay his legal fees. Yes. So at no point did he get charged with any criminal activity. This was right. a civil suit. Right. And it cost him two years of his NFL career. Well, today he and gets, his reputation. And his reputation. It'll always be there too. That's not going away. No, and he he is um, he's recent. He signed with the Chiefs. They basically gave him a minimum deal. I think I think a minimum for his service time is like seven fifty a year. Um, he's gonna have to make the team, but he will make the team. I mean, he's he's a, he's good. Um, and this is the only thing I'll say about this is there's too many times that. Think about the headlines that and we're going to get into this. So, if it's if it's in your cup of tea, y'all just might as well. It's been forty minutes. Good to see you guys. Uh, but I'm going to get into this. Some of the stuff's pissing me off, and and I've had I've kind of had enough. I'm not a political guy. I don't like doing the stuff. Uh, every once in a while, I do. 
Um, but I have common sense and I think there is a level of human respect and a level of, I think there's a level of, um, dignity that we need to give to some of these people and give them human rights and things like that. I, I just disagree with some things. And this is, this is one of them. When he gets, he gets named in a civil suit, every outlet in America reports it. It's all over the news. It's the top story of the day. Yep. And when he gets, the bills use what a second round pick on him. Oh, I have to go back and look. Yeah. It was high. Yeah. But, he his reputation the the don't even get with the trolls but all of the you rapists I mean everything his character has just been crushed for two years and then when they get proven innocent of said action it's a it's a crickets it's a crickets crickets I've had this happen I'm not gonna mention all but I've had this happen with a friend of mine in the coaching profession and when he got proved innocent it didn't even make a freaking paper yeah and that reputation follows these people around and you got to answer questions about it for the rest of your life. Nobody ever says, Hey, my fault. I screwed up. I shouldn't have done that. Nobody, there's no accountability anymore for anybody's actions. Everybody's CYA. Everybody's about for clickbait. And well, everybody's and, about pushing their own fucking agenda. And, and people will not ever admit that maybe the accusation was wrong. Maybe, maybe the, the accuser had, a, had an ax to grind. Maybe there was something else there. Maybe, maybe he was actually innocent. Instead, you're guilty, until pro- you're guilty instead of pro- until and, and, proven innocent now. Yeah, and you're still guilty. Uh, I mean, there will be Bob pe- said six-rounder. Six-rounder. He, he will be booed in NFL stadiums next year. He will. Ask me how I know. Yeah. I watch the Thunder all the time. Josh Giddy still gets booed every time he gets the ball. Yeah. There were no charges. There were no charge. People go, well, you know, he he probably knew this. Okay. The police investigated it, and there were no charges. At some point, you have to say, well, maybe something happened, but it was deemed not to be prosecutable. Well, here, here's my thing is there's a reason we have a justice system, right? Yes. Okay. If you're the NFL or you're the Bills or whoever you are, or you're the public, you're not you're not a damn prosecutor. And so the justice system, they do these things called investigations. And when they're when especially something this serious, okay, he was investigated. Well, and beyond there were, any and there were early my fan can do. What frustrates me from the NFL standpoint on this one is that there were some very early signs and early reporting that he was not there. That he was not at the place where the alleged rape occurred. That he wasn't there. It's hard to commit a rape if you're not there. It is. Okay? And it it goes back to remember the Duke Lacrosse scandal? Yes. I mean, that was those those boys were absolutely raked over the coals. They shut their season down. They ruined people's lives. And then when it was revealed that it was all a fabrication, that it was a lie. Yeah. I mean, forget that the district attorney tried to cover that up and go and, and proceed with the charges, which was beyond criminal. That's maniacal. But where but there was the media just kind of like, ah, no, okay, okay, well, let's move on, move on. No, you should do an investigation as to why you ran with this. 
Why did you why did you never question this? I mean, I can think I can think of an example on the beat that I cover where there were whispers about something. And I can remember asking somebody going, All right, so the player's suspended. Have there been charges? Uh no. Well, then we need to quit talking about that word. Because I don't know what happened. I don't know what didn't happen, but I don't know what did happen. Does it make sense? Oh, yeah. I'm not saying, hey, this person's innocent. This person is it, it did not do it. This person is completely. No, I don't know. But if I don't know that he did do it, I sure as hell can't dive into it. I'm leaving it alone. It'll play out. In this case, Ole Miss will figure out what they're going to do, what they're not going to do. It'll all come out in the wash at some point. But I'm not using that word. Yeah. And then, and, and I don't know why that's so difficult. I know that's in this case, it was well, it with media. Media right now, they really love them some certain narratives. And if you check the boxes on the narratives, you go forward. If you don't, it disappears. And Areza checked, some, checked enough boxes for that to become this scandal. Well, turns out, from everything I've read, and I don't know Matt Areza. I wouldn't know him if he walked in the door. Right. I, I'd have never met him. I'm not vouching for him being a great guy or a horrible guy or anything. I have no idea. Same here. Never met him. Don't know who he is. Oh, I know who he is, but I don't But in this case, from everything I've read, he wasn't at the place where the alleged rape occurred. Common that, sense. That makes committing rape in that scenario pretty difficult. I'm not saying he's a great guy. I'm not saying he's I'm, I'm not, not, not vouching for his character. Maybe he's the scumbag of the earth. I have no clue. No reason to believe that. But I don't know him. I don't know that he's an awesome dude. Maybe he is. He might be the greatest guy that's ever walked. I don't know. And he's going to deal with it for the rest of his life. But he wasn't there. So he was falsely accused. And I'm going to tell you, that's a hell of an accusation. Yeah. That's a hell of an it's not. That's not, hey, you know what, man? I think Tyler stole my last donut. <laughs> you know what? I think Tyler took I'd a, probably be guilty. I think Tyler, <laughs> I think Tyler grabbed, grabbed a beer on his way out. Also could be guilty. Yeah. <laughs> High probability. I mean, it's like, okay, cool. You know, whatever. Dude, you know, I think. I think Tyler might have taken five bucks. No. You charged somebody with rape? It was civil. He never got criminally charged. I don't care. Yeah. You don't. Okay, you're right. Accuse yeah. somebody of rape. Yeah. The police never that did. Is, that is not an accurate. Yeah, and that should have been assigned to the bills. The police never took this anywhere. Some DA somewhere, knowing he could prosecute an NFL player, Looked into it and said, I don't think I could even get a conviction. I don't think I could get a conviction. I I, I should not take this to trial. Yeah, it's pretty- anyway, that's that's where we are right now. And that's not a good place. And uh Bob and I saw I think it was uh uh Jeffrey in the Cooper Chevrolet chat brought up Trevor Bowers going through the same thing, right? So And he hasn't been Yeah, the Bauer thing, man, I've read a lot about that too. And this is what this is the part though of the Bauer thing that really bothers me. From all accounts, Bauer can be a real ass. 
nothing against athletes, but I've met a lot of athletes who can be yeah, pretty rough. I've met some great guys, yeah, but I've met some people that I wouldn't want to break bread with. They just happen to be able to run fast or throw it hard, hit hard, or yeah. whatever. Bauer, they've tried everything in the world. The people that are accusing him to get him, they've never brought charges. The civil stuff has been dropped when judges have heard it. He's had his day in court, and the the judge in the case basically threw it out. He served a two-year baseball suspension, lost $50 million. At least. And now no Major League Baseball team will touch him. And you're like, but why? And the only thing I can come up with with him, you don't like his political beliefs. He's a little outspoken. He's being persecuted for not being a bad guy. For being outspoken with some opinions. The hell of a pitcher. You're telling me that Trevor Bauer's not worth a minor league invite? Take and, and, the Braves and, could use him. And teams are like, well, like the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah. You have a chance to get a guy that's that's has tremendous upside. How about the and Pirates he, with Bauer he, and Skeens? He has said he would sign a minor league deal. Yeah. So there's no risk attachment financially, right? If 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 you sign a guy like the Cubs just signed Garrett Cooper from the Marlins to a minor league deal. What does that mean? That means that if he makes the bigs, he gets a contract that's been agreed to, probably something close to the major league minimum. Yeah. If he doesn't, he doesn't get that money. You just give him whatever you paid him to go play minor league baseball, which is peanuts. You're telling me that's not worth the risk, but they're not taking that risk because people go, well, it would just be too much of a PR hit. Why? Because he checks the wrong boxes because that's the answer tyler that's the 100 percent because he checks the wrong boxes he, he's not the right demographic he doesn't think the right way he was outspoken about the covid stuff so he he doesn't check enough of the progressive boxes and so many people in my field who cover major league baseball are incredibly progressive and they're gonna they're gonna so ownership goes, they're going to rake him against the coals. We're going to take this beating in the media, and you, you are. But your job as a Major League Baseball team is to win games. And he's, he's a risk-free dude. He's not asking for $25 million. He's not holding out for a five-year, $120 million deal. He's, he's had to take a minor league deal. He just wants to play. He wants to prove himself, and no one's given. In other words, his career. There's no sign that he's ever going to get a chance. His career has been completely ruined by allegations that, at a minimum, at a minimum, were wildly exaggerated. Yeah, it's and again, when it all breaks, think about another example with Trevor Bauer. When all the news breaks, just. You remember all the freaking posts and stories and everything that came out. And then when he got deemed innocent, when did that come out? It didn't. When he did, when he ran on they social media with the, with the text screenshots of the text messages? They accused when did that him. Come out? The same people accused him of, of um, having a relationship with his agent. His agent is Rachel Luba. Mm-hmm. Um, there's absolutely no evidence whatsoever that the two of them have a romantic relationship. None. And yet people threw that innuendo out there. Because she's a female. Because she's female, and they don't like him. 
and he fought back. He didn't, from all accounts, give his accuser anything. In fact, I'm, I'm, from everything I've read, he, he was defiant about it. He never settled. Could have probably made it go away multiple times by settling. Instead, he had his day in court. No doubt. All right, I want to use that to lead us in, uh, lead into this. I know you talked about it this morning. I want to say what I, I got to say, and then I'm sure you can comment on it. And it kind of piggybacks off that is the tragedy that happened um, on the, right outside the Georgia campus at the, on the intramural fields or right out the, tra- the trails outside the intramural fields. Uh, Lake and Riley tragedy. Um, I, I know you, you had a, uh, said some things on social media over the weekend. I, I saw them. I wrote about it in 10 thoughts. You wrote about it in your 10 thoughts. I, I read that this morning. Um, but my, where I get, and it, it goes into all this. I don't understand how I do understand because it's political season. How people can live with themselves reporting and spinning things to fit their agenda at somebody else's expense. Where I get really, really, we talked about it with, you know, when it comes to gun safety and all the stuff in the, in the Chiefs thing the other, last week, one or two weeks ago. I have a major problem when there's a tragedy that happens to a young girl a young man, it doesn't matter, but in this case, a young girl, her family have lost this young person that had nothing but the her whole future in front of her. We spin this to try to meet some kind of agenda that I have to try to get reelected or spin it to some kind of agenda, and we don't, we don't address. Now, we're going to make it political now, but we're not going to address the, the – if we're going to make it political, we still don't address the real issues. And so I just I have a really 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 big problem with that, and it bothers me to death. Um, and so talking about that, you know, in this particular case, this this uh, guy crossed the border, um, and was released. And my deal, if I'm, I'm again, this is my political thing. This will probably be the I think it's maybe my first political comment on ever on this show. The border issue is so out of control. And this is not going to be the first problem. It's not the first problem. It's not going to be the last problem. Um, the next, quote, unquote, 9-11 that happens in this country, the next big thing is going to be a result of that. Agreed. You can, and if and it gets buried on all the little social media platforms and all that stuff. <clears throat> but when you go and, and you hear anybody that knows anything about border security talk, mm-hmm. they're not worried about stuff over there. They're worried about stuff here at home. Of course. And all of our viewership, what we get pushed through us on media and what we get tried to train to be, uh, how we get trained to think by worrying about everything that's going on across the globe, that's not the problem. The problem's at home. Mm -hmm. And And this is just another example of that. But again, this is a tragedy. It should be reported as a tragedy and call it for what it is. Don't change and spin things to protect your agenda because it, doesn't, it happened. It doesn't check enough of the narrative. It, it happened. They felt like they had to report. So they did. They happened. Everybody picked it up. So every news news network had to pick it up. But you should go listen to every news network report the story and see how different they 
how they call people things. You know, how do they identify him as a, is he a legal immigrant? Is he a, a I heard this one, a resident of the Athens area. Mm-hmm. Like the spin the things. The Associated Press referred to him as an Athens is resident. Is that who it was? Yes. But to. Also put out a story about uh, solo athletes. She wasn't a solo athlete. She was a, she was a dental, I mean, a, a, a um, nursing student. She had just graduated from the University of Georgia. She ran recreationally with her friends. Some of her, one of her friends was training for a marathon, and she would run sometimes with her. She enjoyed running. That doesn't make her a solo athlete. Nope. She was a student. She was a 22-year-old girl with young woman with an incredible future in front of her. And she was killed by an illegal alien using, apparently, a fake green card who was apprehended at the border and released with some court date, probably five, five, six, seven years down the road. Arrested again in New York. And because New York is a sanctuary city, released before immigrations could come see him and potentially deport him. He goes to Georgia in Athens, another sanctuary city, by the way. He goes to Athens. And it's beginning to come out now. There's some more to it that I think it's going to be really damning. It's going to be, it's going to be a if 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 the accusations are true, and it's too early to say that they are, but if they are, it's going to be pretty damning for the University of Georgia as an institution. On at least two and probably three different occasions, Lake and Riley's life hung in the balance, and the government failed her. Period. And the government failed her because the government has an agenda right now. That's why it failed her. It cared more about image than it did protecting its citizens. And I'm going to be common sense party here. I don't care if you're right wing, you're left wing, you're Republican, you're Democrat. It doesn't matter, guys. Okay. The problem is, is our border and the issues, that's going to affect us all, okay? Because when things happen, they don't go, excuse me, what is your political affiliation before they commit a crime? They don't ask that, okay? And I'm if you want to know what keeps me up at night, that's what keeps me up at night. Sure. I'm not worried about, I should probably, I probably should be. When I get weather balloons that fly, fly over, the, that doesn't affect me, man. You got a weather balloon fly over, hey, if it's going to be, whatever, guys. It's it, whatever. But... I'm, I'm, what keeps me up, I'm worried that the next, the next big one, the next 9-11, I don't care. Again, I don't care because that affects us all. There were Republicans and there were Democrats in the World Trade Center. They were sure, both. Of course. Okay. But you know what we all are? Some may be Republicans, some may be Democrats, but we're all Americans. And that, and that's, I don't care what side of the fence you're on, that has to be fixed. I agree with that. And nobody. But that. That but that's not the agenda, right? That sentiment has been has been lost. Everybody wants to do this. It's his fault. And instead well, of I mean, just fixing the there's problem, there's a lot of that right now. It's a, it's uh, not to get political, but it's the problem with the political environment that we're in right now is it's this wild swinging pendulum, and it feels like the pendulum is about to swing too far one way, swing too far the other way, where you can't fix it, and there's. Listen, there's a lot of people that I mean, they, they think the toothpaste is out of the tube. I'm not convinced they're wrong. 
But did hit, I, I said it earlier, I'll, so I won't repeat it. I won't repeat the whole thing. But we have some people that watch and listen to this show who don't listen to the morning show because they're not Ole Miss fans. Um, it's one of those stories that I woke up Friday morning. Laura gets up before I do. I usually lay there 20 more minutes and try to snooze because she gets up super early, gets up and plays on her phone, and I just want to sleep. Does she do the thing when she wakes up? Does she turn all the lights on? And just, no. She's good? No, she's cool. She gets up, and dogs go out with her, and she feeds them. She closes the door, so it's dark in there. And if I want to sleep for another hour, I could. I usually kind of wake up, and I'm up. You need but, to get her to call Erin. If the vacuum cleaner is around Erin, she'll start right next to me here. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. She's up, everybody's up. Erin, that's not nice. Come on now. She's up, everybody's up. Erin. Erin, do better, okay? She wants to know why I got up at 545 on Saturday morning. She's up, everybody's up. But she told me about this, and I just haven't been able to kind of put it out of my mind. Like I said, this is one of those stories that if you're out there and you're watching this, this probably should hit you fairly close to home. This happened in our part of the world. This happened at an SEC school. We're eight minutes right now from an SEC school. We're 98 minutes maybe from another SEC school. Forget your loyalties. This is human. I've got a 22-year-old daughter who just, like Lakin, just graduated from an SEC school, who, like Lakin, is just getting started with the next chapter in her life, who, like Lakin, likes to go out and go for runs. This, It's not hard for me to imagine being her dad. And I don't know what Lakin's family's political beliefs are and don't care. Doesn't matter. It's not hard for me to imagine being her dad. And when I think about that, and I know you can think about this too because yeah. you've got children, I can't imagine what he must be going through. What his mom, what her mom must be going through. Sisters, family. I can't imagine. But I think about him because he's the one I can most easily relate to. Knowing that your daughter, on a Thursday afternoon, on a Thursday afternoon in broad daylight, Thursday morning, broad daylight, not far from the UGA campus, a place that she'd gone to college, a place where she probably felt really safe. Think about all these Ole Miss girls who've been here for four years, loved it, had a great experience. From all accounts, she had a great experience at Georgia. So think about all these Ole Miss girls that live here in, in Oxford who've had four fantastic years. By the end of those years, how safe they feel in town. Yeah, They've been everywhere, right? They've, they've gone to every restaurant there is to go to, and the ones that are like into running or whatnot, they've, they've run the Whirlpool Trails. They've run Pat Lamar Park. They've, they've run campus. They've found places to go, and they feel safe. They turn their music on like we all do. I'm not criticizing. I'm not calling them dingy or anything like that. No, I'm not, I'm not at all. They, they do what we all do because they feel safe. And she should be safe. Yeah. And her dad has to imagine the hell she went through in her last moments on this earth because of a person that should not have been here. And if that person had not been here, if, if, if the people who you pay taxes to had done their jobs instead of bowed to their agendas, we wouldn't be talking about Lake and Riley today. We wouldn't know her name. 
she would just be another cute nursing student getting started with her life in Athens. She'd be four, it'd be four o'clock right now on a Monday. She'd be probably finishing up a day of nursing school, getting ready to go home, go for a run, eat something, and study tonight. That's what she'd be doing. And yes. in, instead, we're talking about her, and the fact it, it's it's sickening. I don't know. I, I like I said, I've been I, I worried about it today because I was so angry. Well, yesterday, the more I thought about it, I was watching the CNN not cover it. I was watching the New York Times not cover it. I was watching uh, the AP refer to him as an Athens resident, really burying the damn lead, right? And I just my, made my blood boil. But 98% of the people have agreed with my sentiment. And I don't, I don't think what I'm saying is all that outlandish. No. I really don't. I, don't. I don't think it's people go politics. I don't think this is a particularly political take. It's a parental take. It's compassionate. Have if you got any kind of morals, you know what I mean. Like it's just I don't know, man. I just I, it it really it's it's I'm the same with you, man. It's upset me a lot. Um, again, I have boys. I don't have girls, but I have friends of my age that have girls, and you know you just get a different perspective. And if you have kids, you understand this. If you don't have kids, everybody tells you, you you'll understand it when you have kids. That's actually true. It is. Your your life changes, your perspective changes uh, when you have children. Um, I don't know. It just it's really it's really upsetting to me that that the agendas that we get pushed and maybe I'm I'm going maybe I'm just questioning everything now and everything we've gone through in the last four or five years and all that stuff. Maybe I'm maybe I'm asking more questions because I'm not naive to, to think that this hasn't been going on for longer than just the last five years. It's just that's probably what. What happened in in 2020 is probably what made me open my eyes to <laughs> put agendas being pushed, right? Sure. And I question everything now. Um, I try not to watch the news. Matter of fact, I didn't see this to start with on news. I saw it on social media, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but when now I've gotten to the part with where I go on the news to see what is actually being covered versus what the actual things are, right? And it's it's just it's well, as someone who's in media, who's been a reporter and all that stuff, I'm. I'm always interested in how things are covered and it's becoming, it's not even, they're not even trying to the shell game where you hide the ping pong ball. They're not even trying to hide the ping pong ball anymore. It's just right there. You see where it is. I mean, there, if it checks certain boxes, you cover it. If it doesn't check certain boxes, you don't period. What do you watch? I'm asking, I'm generally asking a question. Yeah. Okay. Cause I don't know this. What do I watch? If I just want to watch the news, watch it. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that there's a place to go to just watch. News. I just want to watch the news. I don't know that there's a place to go to just watch it. I, I, there's. There's being reported like it's supposed to be um, reported. I, there's. I, I've told you. I, I listen to a podcast called Breaking Points that does a pretty good job of of covering all the bases. Um, I enjoy the Wall Street Journal. My wife and I used to make fun of her for this. She reads Daily Mail out of. England, okay, all the time. I used to make fun of her, like, "What are you doing?" And now, more and more, I'm like, "Oh, they cover it more thoroughly than most American outlets." I don't think there are too terribly many outlets that are all that trustworthy in terms of burying their agendas and just covering the covering the news. I, I, I think it's very rare, which is in, indicative of who owns them and and that they all sort of. There's not a lot of local media anymore. 
And so the national media sort of covers everything, and the national media appears to have a, a directive. It's just, I don't know, man. I just, everybody is pushing agendas and not just telling it like it is. And maybe, that, maybe that's because that's how I am. I just like to tell it like it is. You may not like what I got to say, but at least you know. Allen says Bloomberg. Bloomberg has a pretty good reputation. I'm not familiar. Yeah. What do they do? It's a media outlet. Okay. Well, I just, and it doesn't matter. Your, and, and again, I'm not trying to make this political about being right wing versus left wing. It's well, hell, the right wing's got their issues too. Of course. You know, you, you watch Fox News, you can be trained too. Of course, 100%. You know, you are, it, Absolutely. So I'm just trying to just call it like it is. I mean, I've told you, it's like the, one of the wildest exercises to do, and I do it sometimes just for fun. On a day when there's a news story, watch the first 30 minutes of like the 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock hour. Just pick an hour, okay? Because all of them kind of reset the shows hourly. So watch 7 o'clock MSNBC for 30 minutes. Take a break. Take a, take a shower. And then at 8 o'clock, turn on Fox News and watch the first 30 minutes. It's like, man, what? There's, there's no commonality. And so I don't, I, don't, I don't know how, I don't know how. It, and then you have a populace full of people that really don't. I, mean, I, I can't tell you how many people have said, I didn't know anything about this. I don't like to keep up with the news. I don't want to read anything. I don't want to know anything. I'm, I, I'm oblivious. I just, like the, the stick to sports people, you know what they're really saying? is sports are my cocoon, man. Don't mess up my cocoon. And on one hand, I get it. And on the other hand, I'm like, dude, that, that's a really naive way to live. Yeah. That is, a, that is not a healthy, well-rounded approach to life. Do what you want. But I don't feel like, like people are like, why don't you stick to sports? And my answer to that is, well, because there's more to me than that. I, I, that's not what I want to do. Like we did sports today. We did a lot of sports yeah. before we did this. This morning, we did an hour. We talked college basketball, college baseball. We talked about Cody Bellinger, I think. We talked about something else. I don't know. We talked, But we talked yeah. sports for an hour. And one of the last comments was, there you go, 20 minutes of sports and an hour <laughs> of, of Fox News. And it was like, no. <laughs> but people are condition it there's yeah there's there's yeah, yeah it's i don't know maybe we should start maybe we should start our own channel and just call it just news just news well with, but I, see, this, and is, this is where this is where i'll be honest i don't know that i would be I, I don't know that i would be good at that unless i could find someone who would do it with me who sort of viewed life through a more left-wing progressive prism <laughs> i don't have a prism yeah you know but that's 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 one of the reasons I like. I'm truly. I like breaking points. It's because yeah. even though I know that there's, there's one that's, it's, it's two main people. One's somewhat liberal and one's somewhat conservative. But I, the very first time I heard them, they like blew apart like eight people. Four or five were liberals. Four or five were, were Republicans. And I was like, I mean, Democrats, Republicans. I was like, oh, this is awesome. This is the show for me because I, I don't trust any of you people. Up here. <laughs> right. I mean, that's. Like people, people are like, you're a MAGA guy. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm, I was for DeSantis. I mean, that's my, I, I got that all weekend. You're just a Trump guy. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm actually not. I was really hoping for DeSantis. I don't. He just, I'm truly, DeSantis was kind of the guy that I was like, Hey, I, what I'd really like is a younger guy who's been a governor, who's governed, who kind of guided his state or her state. I don't care. His state, her state. I like the governor of Iowa Reynolds. Um, who Kim Reynolds, who's 
governed his or her state through this COVID thingy and sort of saw it and was like, okay, we can't do that again. Here's how we're, you know what I mean? Yeah. I wanted someone who had some practical experience. I, the last thing I wanted for 2024 was what we're going to get. Oh, it's we're going to get this personal, like these two guys, it's going to be the opposite of the Cam Newton fight. <laughs> we're going to get these two dudes who like people are like, put them in a ring. I'm like, what are they going to do in a ring? I mean, they, neither one of them can walk. I mean, Biden has Biden would just like stumble around and Trump would be like, look at me. I mean, that's all it is. Trump wants the whole thing to be about him. Biden's just a puppet. We have bigger, like to your point, we have bigger problems. We have, we have, we have real issues in our country. We need to, I do a show every Wednesday. I'll finish with this. Josh Hendrickson and I do a show every other Wednesday. Good show. And Josh is smarter than really anybody I've ever met. And he always says the same thing. We're not a serious country. And these are serious times. And that's not a great equation. No, it's not at all. Hey, that, that reminded me when you were talking about the Trump Biden thing. Did you see any of the SNL Saturday night or any of the skits? Did I saw you, some of it on Sunday. Did you see the SNL skit? I laughed so hard. I couldn't. I mean, I, I Which literally one? Had the, the skit about the uh, tennis shoes, the air trumps at the basketball court. No, I didn't see that. <laughs> You haven't seen it? I didn't see that. So it's like some guy playing pickup basketball. He's like, you know, <laughs> he shoots a he shoots an air ball, or whatever, and he's like, and everybody's like wearing him out. You you suck. You can't shoot or whatever. He goes to he goes to his uh his locker in the gym. Yeah. He's got this he's got this nice box of shoes, and it says, "For your out or whatever, you know, wear these special edition air trumps." And so he opens it up. They're like gold or something. Yeah. He puts it on. He puts on the shoes, and he goes out there and he shoots. And the guy goes, why did you miss the shot? And it's like transfer, transforms him and he starts looking like Trump, you know? He goes, he goes, I did not miss that shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did not miss that shot. Matter of fact, it went in nothing but that. You know, he starts talking yeah, about all yeah, that, yeah, you yeah. know? And like his boss is on him. He goes, how about you give me your office? And you go, and he, the boss goes, man, that's a great idea. And did then, you watch the gambling skit? Hang on, hang on. At the end, at the end, the guy that was talking smack to him on the court, he starts yeah. trying to, he gets a pair of Air Bidens. Okay. <laughs> so he puts a pair of Air Bidens on his own. He takes one dribble. He has sun, the sunglasses on, you know, uh-huh. he takes one dribble and he goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it to you. That shit, I, uh, that was great. great. It made it's me laugh. It's all crazy. It was good stuff. It's all crazy. It'd be funny if it weren't so sad. <laughs> all right. That does it for this show. Appreciate everybody for being uh, being with us. For the record, we did talk sports. So when people say you didn't talk sports, yes, we hey, did. Hey, 53 minutes worth. I looked. There you go. Been brought to you by our friends at Rain Total Body Fuel. 300 milligrams, natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, and zero sugar. It's got what you need to push your limits and achieve your goals. So check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. For Tyler Siski, I'm Neil McCready. We'll be back on Thursday with episode 156 of The Big Show. Until then, have a great week. Stay safe out there. We'll talk to you soon.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.